welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Take it away, Paul. <laughs> Today, it is episode 10 of season 2 of Transformers Animated. It is Black Friday. This episode was written by Rich Fogel, who is a name we know on this show. And the last time on Transformers Animated, B tried out for the Elite Guard in a flashback and began screwing things up on his very first day. And in this episode, B and Sari enter some maximum security prison. Yep, we're at the big house, and it's the intro to get smart with all the doors open in front of them. And uh, they're here to talk to Prometheus Black, and he's in a special cell made out of polypropylene, I guess. I got that from Breaking Bad. I think I said that before. But yeah, he says, well, I don't get many visitors. And Sarah's like, well, you'd get more if you didn't try mutating people. Yeah, I like that he calls her Sumdac. He doesn't refer to her as any, like he's, she's just the next in the line of his adversaries. <laughs> anyway, they, they explain that uh, Porter C. Powell, they're, they're trying to get her company back. And you hate Porter C. Powell and the enemy, enemy is my friend. And he's like, um, not so much. I'll help you, but you got to break me mm-hmm. out. If somehow he got busted out, he could make all her problems melt away and to demonstrate <laughs> that he melts his bench. And he's like, oh, shit, I lose more furniture that way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Powell watches all this on a monitor as they leave. And then that night, Grimlock breaks into the prison and um, just they have a little bit of a back and forth where Meltdown's like, you can't get me out of this prison, out of this cell. And Grimlock just takes the whole cell. <laughs> yeah, Dinobots not break box. Dinobots take box. And, <laughs> uh, because she wants them. And um, look at that babe. But uh, now we're at Lake Erie Volcano Dinobot Island and Grimbock, Grimlock just rolls Grimbot. the box onto the ground and he's bouncing around inside it. And then the Dinobots all, they're like, ooga raka, <laughs> <Yeah>. ooga raka. <laughs> like, I feel like they keep trying to do a Three Stooges thing with these guys, especially when Black Arachnia shows up. Yeah. Um, but... It, well, because, yeah, they're always like fighting over each other. But Black Arachnia shows up and... She starts to explain to Meltdown that she wants his, uh, basically his genetic research because when she, in the last time we saw her, she ended up washing up on the shores of Lake Erie Volcano Dinobot Island, and the Dinobots rescued her, I guess. Yep. They gave her a new home, his home, and she found his research on genetic modification, and with his help, she can purge her organic half, and then she transforms and easily cuts open this supposedly indestructible box. Yeah. Oh, we do have a, a scene in this where she like she goes to kiss Grimlock because there's a whole he's a simp for her, basically. But <laughs> yeah. um, she kisses him, but then steals his powers. I think that's just to remind viewers, here's her powers. He steals. Yeah, this, this is what she can do. Yeah. yeah they, she breathes fire. They take off. But she then frees Meltdown. And uh, now she's in her spider mode and he's like, well, that's a really nice look for you. Why would I help you get rid of that? And she's like, because... If you don't, I'll be unhappy. And when I'm unhappy, these idiots are unhappy, (laughs) pointing at the Dinobots. So back to this prison, uh, we have a shot with the press there. We don't see Sammy Davis Jr. But what we do see is Powell. He's there and he's complaining to Fanzone and he shows him the video. Fanzone basically doesn't have time for this guy. No, he doesn't because like, you know, like I need security and all this. I'm very insecure. And he uh, (laughs) shows him the video of the thing. Fanzone's like, you mind telling me where you got that? And he's like, man, I'm not the one on trial here. need protection and he's like oh, you need protection get a schnauzer <laughs> so uh then we go to, back to autobot hq and they're watching the news which is still i believe an illegal cable signal so <laughs> good thing we didn't get rid of that how many episodes ago but they learned that yeah um meltdown's been kidnapped and then there's this whole b plot this might even be a c plot of prowl betting bumblebee he cannot shut up yep he'll bet him a case of axle grease he can't stay quiet for 10 cycles and there's a few false starts but yeah i guess it's on now but bumblebee zips it and prowl just enhances a frame on the 
security video that I guess they're oh, showing on television. And yeah, yeah, this is the zoom and enhance cliche to the nth degree. Ugh, there's one time it's been good, been done well, and that was in Twin Peaks. This is just cliche stupid where Prowl goes, let me just enhance. And he just pushes a button. Yes. And suddenly they see the reflection of the Dinobots in Meltdown's cell. Yep. And Optimus is like, well, that doesn't make any sense. The Dinobots hate Prometheus Black. Why would they break him out? And Bumblebee immediately suggests uh, it's his get out of jail free card or something. And it's like, nope, wasn't even half a cycle. Prowl says Bumblebee wants another chance. Yeah. So uh, Optimus decides we're going to go talk to the Dinobots. He, Prowl, and Bumblebee. And we get... Three of the best transformations we've yeah. seen in this series so far. It's the long Sailor Moon style ones with all the close-ups on their limbs changing and everything else and all the speed lines on the back. Yeah, but we even get a couple full body shots of like Bumblebee going down the last shots into car mode and Prowl kind of yeah. leaning over into bike mode. Optimus is all close-ups. Prowl's is really detailed. It's really good. It is really good. It is really good. They arrive on the island, but, and of course, B can't shut up and keep that going. <laughs> yeah. Um, and an optimist suggests everybody split up to cover more ground. Yeah, and Prowl goes swinging through the trees for something to do, I guess. But he finds acid, and he knows Meltdown is in the area. But then he hears Bumblebee yelling for help, and he goes swinging through the trees again. And when Prowl gets to him, he's stuck in a giant spider web. And doesn't say anything from here on out. I don't think his mouth is webbed, and I don't know why he doesn't say anything. Because Black Arachnia gets the jump on Prowl. Yep, she drops down behind him, zaps him with her spiky things to get his powers and and then uh, wraps him up in webs and now back with optimus he walks straight into grimlock how did he not <laughs> see him standing there because <laughs> but yeah he yells for backup but black arachnia drops down behind him and says i don't think they're gonna come help you yeah he charges her because she has prowl's power now she's a hologram and i just like that optimus runs headfirst into a tree and kind of knocks himself out for a second or two um, but she reveals that she's dosed Prowl and Bumblebee with the greatest venom she's got. It's deadly venom. Only she has the antidote. Mwahaha. Uh, commercial break. Yep, they've got two megacycles to live. And when we come back, Optimus tells her to give them the antidote. She's like, no. <laughs> but she's, he's pretty much just like, give them the antidote. No. Okay. Yeah, but, like, yeah, what's your bargaining chip, Optimus? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she has a special mission for him and Grimlock because Meltdown needs a special genetic modifier to purge her organic half. Yeah, and this is where we really ramp up the Grimlock, me like spider lady stuff. Because, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did like this, that when he walks up, Optimus is falling on his ass again. He just grabs Optimus by the head and yes. drags him away. <laughs> right by the face. <laughs> now we're downtown and Grimlock is scaring people and Optimus reminds them why they're there and says you know you'd be a lot less conspicuous in robot mode which no he wouldn't he's he's like a 30 foot tall robot anyway if they were doing the whole thing where you know your robot mode makes you or your dinosaur mode makes you more emotional which has you know i think that's g1 isn't it they're a little yeah, more very crazy early dinosaur on, mode. Yeah. that would make sense but they've never established that here anyway uh they just go straight to some deck towers or powell towers i don't know what we call it now yeah optimus knows a guy that can help and Grimlock will go with him, but he's going to go alone because Grimlock wants <laughs> yeah. to do this himself now. And But yeah, Mr. Powell gets out of the elevator and uh, Grimlock immediately asks him, where thingy? <laughs> Where's thingy? <laughs> yeah. There's a, this is a bit of a good cop, bad cop thing oh, yeah. um, where Optimus... Oh, and Optimus has tried to convince Grimlock a couple times by now that Black Arachne is going to screw you over. He won't listen. But this is kind of... I like this. This mm. good cop, bad cop bit where Grimlock basically threatens to eat Powell. Yeah, and Optimus basically says, yeah, 
you can scare this human all you want. And Grimlock transforms. It's like, give us thingy. <laughs> then he grabs him by the pant leg and dangles him upside down. And Pal's like, I don't know what the thingy is. And Optimus tells him it's Prometheus Black's genetic modifier. And nope, never heard of it. So Grimlock tosses him in the air and lets him fall in his mouth and yes. just holds him in his mouth, threatening to swallow. At which point I have to wonder, what does a Transformer st- stomach look like yeah oh it'd be like all these gears and things grinding stuff up yeah kind of yeah but we can hear him yelling inside grimlock's mouth i was like all right i know where it is i know where it is <laughs> grimlock spits him out and he bounces like six times bouncing across the floor and he's all covered in oil or something and his suit is ruined <laughs> so he takes him to meltdown's old lab and just gives them this modifier there's a little bit where he's like this must be worth a lot more than i thought it was and optimus is like shut up just takes it and as soon as they leave powell gets in the phone to fan zone i guess he just calls him direct and it's like i've been robbed but it's actually true yeah <laughs> i mean technically he's not wrong they muscled him. but uh back with meltdown and black arachnia he has her on the table and he activates restraints and she's like are those really necessary and he's like that's for your own good so you don't accidentally slice off your own head during what's about to happen to you and then in a gobots worthy moment optimus and grimlock just walk through a wall but yeah they're they're here and they get the thing but optimus isn't giving meltdown the modifier until she uses the antidote on prowl and bumblebee but he expected he might do that and he just snaps his fingers and then his lawyer and whoever the other guy was the monsters the dr moreau things they come in and throw them outside and attack them <laughs> so while the optimus and grimlock get yanked outside to fight these mutants i forgot it was his lawyer yeah. meltdown basically explains to black arachnia hey i'm gonna go through and like separate your organic half and robotic half but i'm tossing the robotic half in the trash because your organic half is going to have so much great arachnid dna that i'm just going to use you for a bunch of experiments mm-hmm. and he throws the switch and the thing starts charging up and the screen goes bright green and commercial break and when we come back grimlock and optimus are outside fighting these mutants yep grimlock gets the flaming sword out and optimus tells him be careful or you'll burn down the island so i guess we're camp roderick and <laughs> sure enough he lights the tree on fire <laughs> You know, I still think Travis did that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we cut back and forth between the, these two events, the fight and then meltdown in uh, Black Arachnia. And this just was actually felt repetitive where he's like, I'm doing actually I did like that. He's he believes he's doing her a favor. But then we see him start up the machine again because he doesn't understand why she wouldn't want her robot half gone. So, yeah, he puts the thing up to 11 and back outside. Grimlock is still swinging away at this creature and setting everything on fire and the other one has optimus on the ground but then swoop flies in and clobbers at one before throwing it into the other one and then slag comes around the corner with his huge freaking stalactite he's using as a club and they run for it yeah that was great actually what i love the most of this whole thing was behind them now all the forests of this uh, crater wherever they are ignite and in a beautiful phil hartman reference i have to assume it's a phil hartman reference uh grimlock says fire bad <laughs> but thankfully optimus who is the autobot fire extinguisher he's here so he gets the fire out but then they hear black arachnia screaming and run back inside yeah so optimus uh goes to attack meltdown there's some acid shooting back and forth optimus jumps around a lot there's a neat bit where um meltdown runs up and just grabs optimus by the chest and you can see it burning him yeah oh, cool. sizzling but uh, yeah, Optimus drops the thing from that. But when Meltdown goes to grab it and pick it up, he still has the acid hands bit going. I guess he can turn that on and off. And it reacts with him, this thing. And he's just Wicked Witch of the West melts. Yeah, it, this was so, I mean, obviously nobody dies in this show, but this was so out of the blue and not set up that even at this moment, I was like, 
that that's not permanent. He's no. coming back soon. Um, but yeah, he he's, he melts out of his suit, just becomes a puddle. And um, this, I kind of liked. I liked where this started. I liked where it ended, and I loved that it fooled me because Black Arachnia looks up at Optimus and says, "You came back for me," and I was like, "Oh my god, set up, payoff. This could be brilliant." And then she's like, "I knew you would. Hold me closer." And when he does, Grimlock's like, "Fuck that." Yep, he runs at them, and she transforms and climbs to the ceiling because Optimus got her out of the restraints. And up or Grimlock slams into Optimus, and Optimus is like, "Look, man, I fucking told you she was you." and us what did you expect yeah well, that was perfect she got me i fell for it uh so she's gone and optimus picks up the modifier the which is just destroyed now the dinobots they've left and then there's this ominous tome which didn't fit yeah whatever he goes out to find prowl and b still restrained yep they're still dead and he's sorry i tried but oh hey here's the antidote like it's just lying on the ground right in front of them it's like oh i guess she kept her word exactly yeah there's a moment anyway he wakes them up and there's kind of a funny closure here this is a well-written episode and that we're, we're tying up all the loose ends that b is like how long were we out and optimus is like two whole mega cycles he's like i won the bet yeah prowl's like yeah it all it took was being paralyzed but back at some dak tower or whatever they call it they're explaining their case to fan zone they were blackmailed into helping black arachnia meltdown and optimus gives powell back the modifier which will make a dandy paperweight yeah we have a, a bit where powell's uh, he's annoyed he wants the autobots arrested fan zone basically says Sh-. Uh, he's got some line where he's like i'm going home and going to bed now you do you do the same or i'll arrest you for being a nuisance <laughs> yes. and um we have a quick shot where optimus still holds out hope for black arachnia and then in a surprise to no one meltdown's still alive prowl bets bumblebee he can't keep quiet for 10 cycles and he's on but how long is a cycle yep it's gonna be one of those it's been a while a few cycles dare i say all right Bumblebee goes about 30 seconds without talking, and Prowl says that wasn't even half a cycle, so a cycle is about a minute, makes sense. Ten minutes is a reasonable amount of time to bet a chatterbox if they can't keep the mouth shut, but when they get to Lake Erie Volcano Dinobot Island and Bumblebee says something again, Prowl says, well, that was six and a half cycles tops. They got to Lake Erie Volcano Dinobot Island without a boat in six and a half minutes. Oh, wait, it gets even more stupid. This venom will kill them if left untreated into mega cycles. Two million minutes? That's almost four years. So obviously a cycle isn't a minute, but no matter which way you go with it, it doesn't make fucking sense. If two million of them is a short enough amount of time to make it urgent that Optimus helps her, then how did the Autobots get here in less than six and a half? teleportation and if a cycle were longer than that so that six and a half of them were a realistic amount of time to drive from downtown detroit to the shore of lake erie get the flippers and bathing caps on swim to an island in the lake because it didn't have a boat get out of the water realize you forgot to bring a towel but it's fine because you're a robot and you'll deal with it then it'd take even longer for this venom to kill them and it'd take away all the sense of urgency oh i have 37 years to get this thing for you well i guess i have time to stop for lunch first check out that new sushi place i keep forgetting here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Hit Pickers Podcast Show, the Black Friday. Paul, what'd you think of Black Friday? Uh, it was a good episode. I liked most of it. I liked all the Black Arachne stuff, the way that she played them like a goddamn fiddle, and it, it's her. And then, then again, it kind of fooled me, too, at the end there, where she's like, oh, you came back for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, like maybe they're going to go somewhere with this. But Grimlock, uh, no, it, it, he's, he's getting too talkative. It's like it's season three of Generation One, where it's just, 
Grimlock talking all the time. Yeah, he he just... comes off like a bad cliche of Frankenstein's monster, which made the Phil Hartman joke work for the fire bad thing. Yeah. yeah you know what? I, I really like that this episode brought back a bunch of established side characters in it was a solid story and it it affected the series. Not the the ongoing Cybertronian war bit, but just all the relationships and the 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 politics will say of it, I, you know, it affected that. And those transformations early on in oh, the yeah. episode were great. Black Arachneas were crap. But, um, <laughs> hers are basically crash or spinny converts. Yeah, just, she's a robot. She's a spider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to see a couple crappy conversions, uh, oh, wait, no. Well, there's the joke. We're doing Sorry No One's Home next, but if you want to see a couple crappy conversions, you find us straight on. Make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. See you later. Well, last year, wildfires throughout the western United States destroyed an estimated 50,000 acres and over 300 homes. Now many fear that with the new Republican-controlled Congress cutting the budgets of key federal agencies, such as the Forest Service and Army Corps of Engineers, fires this summer could be even more devastating. Here with a commentary, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein, everybody, Frankenstein.